Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Steelers show. I'm Chris. Got Paul with me. And Joe's in Spain. What's up with that, Paul? Uh, he is doing some uh, field reporting. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Do, do the scouting if, for future drafts. If he tells us about it when he comes back, then he did field reportings. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we paid for the trip, right? You know, we said, hey, here's the flight, here's the ticket and everything. It's good. I, I oh, thought yeah. that was cool. I, I travel about once a month to Youngstown. But, man, he's going to Spain. Uh, Joe's cooler than I am, I'd say. Yeah, I went all the way to Virginia last week. He, yeah. Which, by the way, quick rant. Oh, I, I am so untraveled. I didn't know that this existed. And I wish I could go back in time to when I didn't know this existed. But as you're driving through Norfolk, Virginia, I don't know if you've been through Norfolk, Virginia, but what? when you're driving on the highway, and there's a point where the highway goes underwater. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was not ready for that and not happy about that. I, I, I understand why they need it for the Navy ships and that. Very uncomfortable experience. We got to talk about that more. We got some time link center. Maybe we'll get into that. <laughs> well, I got to keep on topic because I miss the Steelers. We got to make sure we're close to Steelers. It, it's troubling because you were probably not super far away from Baltimore, right? Yeah, probably. Actually, we saw uh, my son and I went to a uh, the Orioles minor league team uh, oh, play baseball yeah. Friday night. So, did they do that? We were, thing? I, I guess the Orioles have a thing now where if you hit extra base hit, they call it like a splash hit, and they throw water guns up and they. Everyone gets wet in the outfield or something. I, I, I'm not sure what's going on. It's I a don't fun. Know. Yeah, I don't know if it, it sounds like to the in minor league baseball. Well, um, Paul, wanted to tell you a story. We're we're in the dead time of the Steelers off season. I mean, yeah, the Steelers could still yes, make some are. news, but we're out of the OTAs. I, I guess I, I get feeling now if we have news, it's going to be bad, right? Like somebody would get arrested or injured or something. So it's kind of cool. We yeah, don't that would be bad to talk about. Yeah. But I had to share with you a story. Um, My dad's been gone for about eight years. Uh, He passed away. And one memory I had of him growing up was he always couldn't understand why I was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So he took me to the Hall of Fame back in the days where you actually can get free autographs of the Hall of Fame. And I don't know if you remember the guy, Paul, the Ted Hendricks, who was a popular linebacker for the Raiders Back in the 70s, no. around the time of, uh, they called him the Stork. He was a very tall guy. Uh, he made the Hall of Fame. Uh, so he was there signing autographs. And my dad went up to him with me and said, yeah, Mr. Hendricks, my son's a Steelers fan. Tell him what you think about Terry Bradshaw. And, you know, <laughs> Ted Hendricks is a big, massive guy. And I'm 10. I mean, I'm a wimp now. If you yell at me, I'll, I'll buckle down and cry. But at 10, I was really a big big wimp. And Ted Hanks gets my face, and he's like, I would rip him to shreds, you know. And either Ted Hendricks had a really great sense of humor, or Ted Hendricks probably should be you know, taken to jail because he was really scary. Yeah. And he laughed and everything, and my dad laughed. And I, I wanted to bring that to my kids. And my six-year-old special needs guy, he's not into football, which is fine. Sometimes I wish I'm scaring them to death or what? 
You yeah. want to scare your kids to death? Or what? <laughs> well, what happened? Um, my uh, some of my uh, cousins. Um, one guy's in uh, freshman high school. He's going to start for the high school football team. He's a really good athlete. Uh, he's a foster kid of my sister. Uh, so my sister sent him and some of his brothers to Columbus uh, for a camp. And my family hosted them, uh, made sure they had a place to stay. And I got to go to the camp with him. Well, Brian, and I'm trying to figure out the guy's name. I don't follow the Vikings that much, but is it Brian Amash? He's like a linebacker for the Vikings. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's what he said his last name. He hosted the camp. Uh, he played high school football in Columbus. Well, he brings some of his friends with him. Paul, I missed the opportunity. I didn't realize one of the guys was Rosie Nix, the old Steelers fullback. Oh. <laughs> he said his name really quick, and I didn't catch it. And uh, my cousin got autographed him in the end. I'm like, who is that? And then uh, we know the guy that was hosting the camp. He's like, oh, it's Rosie Nix. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I got so he's going to try to hook us up with Rosie Nick sometime in the future. But the funny part about it was there was a guy from the Ravens, um, Malik Harrison. Uh, I don't know if you remember him. Malik played for Ohio State. I think he played for a couple other teams. Uh, kind of a journeyman guy, but right now he's a linebacker for the Ravens. He plays special teams. So I had a little cousin who's a big Browns fan. Every time he comes to see me, uh, he's 10. He's like, Steelers stink. Browns are great and everything. So we go back and forth. He's 10. It's fun. We just joke around. So I'm looking <laughs> up at the phone going, I got to introduce this guy to the Raven. Find out Malik Harrison blocked a field goal to beat the Browns on the last play of one of the times they played last year. So I, I take the, the my cousin, take him up to Malik Harrison and say, hey, Malik, my cousin's a big or, or nephew would be, is a big, um, you know, Browns fan. You got to tell him about the Browns. You beat the Browns. He gave me a weird look. He's like, oh. And he brought out his phone. He had the play where he blocked the field goal to beat the Browns. So a big smile on his face. He was showing him the play. And it was great because I went to Malik. and Well, I looked at my nephew and said, hey, I want the Browns to lose to every game. Malik helps the Browns lose every game. Malik's my hero. <laughs> Malik liked that, but my uh, nephew's very smart. He said, hey, guy, my uncle loves the Pittsburgh Steelers. Malik, <laughs> Malik looked at me with a scout and said, that's worse. So I don't know. <laughs> but props to Malik. I was even going to say, I still don't like the Ravens. I'm not switching my allegiance, but if I had to say I had a favorite Raven, Go Luke Harrison. He was a good guy to my nephew. So how about that? Oh, good. That's uh, yeah. I was, yeah, I was a little nervous. Like, man, are, at what point do you out yourself as a Steelers fan? But um, see, that's tough because there's that saying: "The enemy of my enemy is my friend." So, who do we apply that to when it comes to the Browns and Ravens? I can be honest with you. And again, you know, we're getting mature. We're getting near our 50s. I don't hate anybody. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen to Ravens or Browns players. Yeah, I like oh, them no. lose all the games. But I, I think I've calmed down in that way. Um, I actually, the guy who runs the camp works with my wife. And he's like, he knows we have a podcast. He's like, man, I'll try to get one of those guys on your show. I mean, this guy is a teacher's aide. But he knows these guys, and he's on speed dial some of these players. So 
I have Malik on our podcast. I mean, we, we tease him a little about the Ravens, of course. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe, I'm still a huge Steelers fan. I still want the Steelers win all their games. But, you know, I can hang out with Malik Harrison. He's a nice guy, you know. Well, I, I think football has changed so much since the 70s. I mean, yeah. back, back then, I think those guys legitimately hated each other. And yeah. you pretty much had guys playing on the same team for years and years, whereas now with players switching teams and social media, I, I think most of the guys seem like they are friends off the field. So you don't have that just curdling anger and hatred that you had when we were little. I agree with you for the most part. I, I think the only uh, pushback I would have, uh, I listen to Ramon Foster podcast. He does that with Dijon Kovakovic. And then talk to him about, you know, what happens during these divisional games. I don't think Foster necessarily has a much of a problem with the Browns, but he talked about how Tomlin always talked to him the importance of these division games. So I don't think, you know, Mike Tomlin's going home yelling at the Cleveland Browns or anything. I think Tomlin just looks at it to say, hey, if we're going to win the division, we got to beat the Browns. We got to beat the Ravens. We got to beat the Bengals. He, you know, and I'm sure Tomlin doesn't love these other teams, but I think the rivalry's more in, hey, we're playing these guys twice a year. It would help us out to win the division if we could beat these guys all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think when you're on the field, I mean, friendships are put on the shelf for those four quarters yeah. um, want to harm each other. But when the game's over, I mean, guys are hugging each other, swapping jerseys. and. Well, two things that was funny. Uh, I, I see it. I don't know when he said it, but made the rounds on, on social media. Uh, Big Ben's got his podcast where he'll come on, interview Popper Steelers and everything. Uh, they asked him once uh, saying, hey, what do you think about the, the Browns passing you up? And I don't think Big Ben really wanted to play for the Browns, but he said something to the effect of, so the Browns came up to draft, and I was like, okay, I'm probably going to the Browns because obviously the Browns need a quarterback. And he's like, he was like, huh, when they picked Kellen Winslow over him. And the funny <laughs> thing about it is Big Ben was like, I guess I'll have to beat him 30 times in my career, which he did. You know, so it was, and Big Ben had a fun reaction, but I, I don't even know if Big Ben hates the Browns. I think he, you know, I think a lot of these players in all sports, you know, if you get passed up by a team in the draft, you kind of mark them on your list and you try to beat them. It gives you extra motivation. But you're right. I don't think these guys hate each other. I will say, and we talked about this a couple of years ago, uh, I got a chance to interview Mark Sheriff. We actually used the interview on our podcast. Um, he's been on ESPN. I think he's a current Fox um, game announcer. And he was telling me about how much he hates the Bengals. And he said, I just hate the Bengals. I don't get the point of them and everything. And it was really <laughs> funny, but I think Sheriff really hates the Bengals. And I, I don't know what happened. Maybe they beat him once and he got embarrassed or anything. But, you know. See, I, I make a distinction there because I think, you know, to hate a team is one thing. But I think if Shalareth saw Joe Burrow, uh, yeah. or let's even say Boomer Esiason, um, walking down the street, I think you're just like, hey, what's up? Whereas I think there may have been a time in the 70s if Mean Joe Green saw Brian Sipe walking down the street, he might tackle him right in the street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't like, 
yeah, obviously we hate the Ravens, we hate the Browns, but I don't have not nece- doesn't necessarily mean that we have hatred for the individuals who play for those teams. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I honestly like looking at the Ravens, like a guy like Lamar Alexander. Lamar Ale- Lamar Alexander, he was the old education secretary. Paul, I am losing my mind, dude. I am. I, I think I have Alzheimer's. I'm telling you, this is scary. Lamar Jackson, yeah, Lamar Alexander was the education secretary. Uh, but no, Lamar Jackson, I Lamar Jackson has his limitations. For a while, I thought Lamar Jackson should have been a guy that Sewers picked a couple years ago, because if you remember that draft where uh, they had uh, Troll Edmonds in the first round, Lamar Jackson was still on the board, and I think at the time, you know, Big Ben was still performing well enough where if you draft Jackson in the first round, you know yeah. you're almost hastening into Big Ben with the Steelers. But sometimes right. man, I wish Lamar could have been the guy. And it's nothing against Kane Pickett. I'm just saying at the time, I'm like, wow, he's still available. Maybe we could have had him. Uh, but I know Lamar's got his limitations. I, I guess the broader point of what I want to talk about in the few minutes we have left, the Ravens are funny. They're kind of hurt, banged up right now. Uh, they really didn't pick up a ton of guys in free agency because the contract with Lamar Jackson was kind of hanging over their heads and really ill and got sold right before the draft. I don't know, man. Um, there was um, an analyst that says, I think it was Colin Cowherd, was like, hey, he thinks the Steelers are kind of better than the Ravens and are going to make the playoffs. They played the last week of the year. He said, hey, could come down to here. Steelers win the game. They make the playoffs. I can't tell for the life of me how the Ravens are going to be this year. I don't think they're a division champion team. I have a hard no. time believing with Lamar Jackson they're going to only win two games either. I, I think they're probably going to be kind of like where they were last year, would you think? Yeah, I think so. I, and it's they're one of those teams who, when they're hurt, I mean, the, they struggle, I think, with the next man up concept. But regardless of how banged up they might be and how limited they might be, you know that when Steelers-Ravens play, it's going to be a sloppy junkyard dog fight. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I think they're going to be... I think the Steelers will be better than them. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to beat them both times or even split. I don't know how it's going to pan out. Um, but they're not a team that scares me. Uh, obviously, we always take them seriously. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I, I don't see the Ravens being a, a legitimate threat. I, the Bengals, I think, are still the team to beat uh, in the division. So, uh, you know, yeah, the Ravens will be tough, but I, I think they're very beatable. Well, for all the worst the, Raven, the Steelers had last year, I mean, the Steelers beat them last week's a very good season. And they, well, not last week, the, a couple weeks before last week of the year, but that it was a huge win that the Steelers were able to come back. They beat Baltimore in Baltimore. And if you remember that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game in Pittsburgh, the Steelers were still a mess back then, but the Steelers had every chance of winning that game. They, they've beaten the Ravens a lot more than they've lost over the past couple of years, and they very easily could have beat, you know, beat them twice last year, even though they were kind of off last year. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. It, it, it's going to be. It'll be a battle. Uh, 
think no matter how good or bad either team is, it's always going to be a battle that could go either way. I'm looking at the Ravens roster. You know, the receivers been the big thing that's been concerned. They've got some good young receivers, but they all they've all been banged up. Um, they picked up uh, Zay Flowers in the first round. A lot of good things about Zay. They say he's a really good receiver. Is he going to stay healthy? I, I mean, if the Ravens receivers can be healthy, it's not bad. But they've had so much injury problems; it's been ridiculous. Um, I mean, they've got some decent guys, but they never could stay healthy. Yeah, and I uh, again, you can have all the receivers you want, but is Jackson going to utilize them? Well, here's the big challenge, too. Um, you know, the Ravens, you know, Rosario Bateman's good. Rosario Bateman couldn't stay healthy. You got Odell Beckham. His health was a big question. You know, you got Zay Flowers in the first round and stuff. You know, they brought in a coordinator that's more of a pass guy. And uh, no one's thinking that Jackson's going to throw it 80 times a game now. But they're saying it's not going to look like it's been in the past where Jackson may throw 20, 25 times a game and they run a ton. I mean, you're, uh, people are speculating you're going to see a little bit more running from them this year. I mean, more passing the running this year. That might be a mistake. Yeah, Kim Hayward was on podcast the other day. He pretty much said that. And he was like, he can't really put his hand around after Ravens going to throw it a lot. He said they're still kind of a running team based on the run. Um, now, the running backs have been hurt a lot, but assuming they stay healthy, they still got J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, uh, Justice Hill. I mean, none of these guys are Gale Sayers, but, you know, they produced in the past. They got a, a good, you know. Dobbins could be dangerous. That's which is what surprises me. And again, with doubting they're going to be a passing team, it's not that I think Jackson should be running it, but you've got a, a solid, solid runner in Dobbins. Uh, utilize him. He's he's been banged up too from off and on. Um, did you see the story? And this isn't super important to Ravens, but. Calvin Austin, he's like, hey, I'm glad to be here in Pittsburgh. I'm really happy. Uh, but he was kind of mad at the Ravens. Apparently, their current punter, um, you know, their old punter retired. Uh, they got a new guy named um, Jordan Stout. He played as a rookie last year. Um, Austin's mad because the Ravens drafted Jordan Stout, a punter, over him. And, and he says, I'm circling the game against the Ravens just based on that. Isn't that crazy? Good for him. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, if uh, Pittsburgh needs some <laughs> spunk on their offense, so uh, whatever it takes to get you worked up, uh, I'm all for it. You know, I'm not going to question that. Um, you know, Baltimore did, did lost some people on defense. They didn't really have the defense they used to. Um, you know, Roquan Smith is really good. He's still there, a top inside linebacker. Uh, Patrick Queen's pretty good. You know, it's just not – but overall, it's not the defense they've had in the past. I think the scary – I mean, honestly, the scariest thing for me about the Ravens is they could pretty much kick a field goal from anywhere on the field. Yeah, if Justin and Tucker As long as they have that ability, um, yeah. The, the, I mean, being able to score points almost every time you get the ball is an important thing. And – 
Well, he'll probably he'll probably kick an eighty-five yarder at some point this year. I don't get this. I think John Harbaugh is a decent coach. I don't think he's horrible. But you talk about like last-minute decisions. I mean, the Ravens are kind of like the Steelers. The Ravens don't run away from people. Um, you know, you know Tucker's obviously a great kicker. When you have a guy like Tucker late in the game, he's kind of your difference maker. They can win those those games at the end. I, I still don't. There's been a couple times, even in Steelers games, where Harbaugh goes for the two at weird times, and you know he doesn't get the Steelers in the winning. You know they said something about one ranking of coaches this year. Now is Harbaugh have Tomlin? I don't buy that. It's it's clickbait. No. You know we all could write articles saying whatever we want. I, I just I don't think he's a horrible coach, but I wouldn't put him on my Mount Rushmore of current NFL coaches. You know with John Harbaugh, no. definitely not. Again, I'm not not hating him. I think he's a, a fine coach, but nowhere in the elite category of the NFL right now. And Lamar Jackson's a former MVP. I mean, he's had success. Lamar Jackson's never played super well against the Steelers. I mean, he's defeated the Steelers in some games, but you've never <laughs> seen a game where Lamar Jackson just dominates it. I, I haven't seen it yet when the Steelers and Ravens play. Nope. So I'm... To me, I think the jury's still out in the Steelers. Assuming Kane Pickin can develop and be better than was last year, I'm not sure what's happening with Kane Pickett. I, I'm hopeful he'll be good. I don't have any reason to believe he'll fall back. But, man, assuming Kane Pickett takes at least a step forward, even if it's not a giant, giant step, I got to think the Steelers are better on paper than the Ravens. Maybe not by the, the last report I saw is that everything he's done so far in their – any practices or trainings they've had is that he's been very impressive to the organization. So um, right. but, but all guess, signs indicate he's making good strides. Yeah. And it would be extremely disappointing if he doesn't take that a step forward. I mean, not everybody makes that giant leap to become like, you know, all pro or anything, but I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is as long as he makes a step forward, I, I think the Steelers are better than the Ravens. The Ravens got talent. But they're hurt, and it's just—I'm not sold the Ravens this year. I guess. No, I, I think the division will probably go Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and Ravens, Browns can be really close. Yeah, Browns are still making that mistake they made in the past. You know, I, I see that they're still trying to approach DeAndre Hopkins. They try to win the offseason. You know, hey, we got to show him Watson. Look at us. If they pick up DeAndre Hopkins, hey, look, we got Hopkins. Well, you got other issues on that team. And DeAndre Hopkins is getting a little <laughs> older. I think he'll still produce yep. for wherever he goes. But DeAndre Hopkins is not the guy that – he's not the last piece to get you over the hump. Like, you know, it's not like a, if they get him, it's, you know, wonderful. I don't know. And, and everyone's like, well, Deshaun Watson played it for me in the past. Well, did DeAndre Hawkins leave Deshaun Watson? I think so. I don't know. Trade? Or maybe he didn't. I don't know. But, but what I'm saying is, and even when Hopkins and Watson were playing at prime potential, the te- Texas never won a ton of games. I mean, the Dolphins <laughs> were just like faltering at, you know, they're like, man, wouldn't it be great if we reunited Watson Hopkins. Okay, well, maybe you might become a playoff team, but it doesn't make you a Super Bowl team. I mean, you got to see what excites me is 
if the Browns want to go heavier on pass, I, I give them my blessing because the less Nick Chubb has the ball, the happier I am. Yeah. Well, they, they've got to redo their offense. And I think Deshaun uh, said that at the end of last year. He said, hey, you know, I'm not a ball control guy. He wants to throw it more. But, you know, it's, it's weird. I mean, it, it, we can talk about the Browns another week. But, yeah, I'm not – the Ravens aren't going to be as bad as we hope they are. But, ah, boy, I'm having a hard time believing. Even if Lamar Jackson comes back 100% and has a great year, I'm still not looking at them as a 10, 11, 12 win team. Maybe yeah, so. I think top. I mean, again, like you said, they've got pieces, but I think top to bottom, I don't think they have a complete enough a complete enough team, and I think they're going to be in that like nine win, yeah, ballpark somewhere. And Steelers going to be in there too. I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I like this what the Steelers have done. It's so. They need to get cohesive, and hopefully they got the year to do that, and hopefully, you know, things will come together. But, you know. Double-digit wins this year, man. Lock it in. I hope, man. I I looked at that team last year and thought they were a 12-win team. I was wrong. So I'm I'm not pessimistic, but I'm I'm not going to make any crazy suggestions that I'm going to look bad on. This is the, the third season we've covered the Steelers. Yeah. First two seasons, I was called Gloomy Gus because oh, blah, 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 blah. I was the closest one on predicting their record. This season, I'm telling you, I'll be right again, and it's going to be double digits. Here's where I get optimistic. I think that the um, – you always hear about depth, how important depth is to the team. And, you know, I was watching stuff about Bill Belichick, and he talked about when they were winning all the Super Bowls, he kind of focused on, yeah, obviously they got Brady and all their stars, but he focused on those end-of-the-bench players. If he can make the last three guys on the team better and better and better, now you've got all kinds of depth. And if you look at it, even in the the good days of the killer bees of Ben and Bell and Brown, the Sooners never had a ton of depth anywhere. Where, yeah, the stars were great, but, you know, someone gets hurt, they're dead. I think they're starting to get that depth where, I mean, I saw about the Sooners in the past couple weeks. I forget they had some backups that are still in camp and, you know, could be backups. So, I mean, they've got good depth. I think they could be okay. Hey, we'll be better than okay. We must have liked the Steelers because I was thinking about this going tonight, going, man, this could be a five-minute show, but I'm looking at a timer. We're at 27 minutes, man. <laughs> we still care. It's so good. So, All right. Hey, I'm thinking uh, we are also taping the Excedra show tonight. I've been behind on uploading, but I'm uploading day of, Paul. It's my new commitment to excellence. So how about if we do some promos at the end of our Excedra show? And we'll leave this go as is. So anything else in the Steelers? I always like to take a final look at Twitter just to make sure nothing crazy happens. You're not seeing it. Uh, I've not heard anything crazy going on. You never know. We're going to have to start looking at threads in the future, man. (laughs) 
I'm not sure if we maybe we should check her threads <laughs> um, account to see what the Steelers are doing or not. But no, it's it's pretty quiet in Steelers land. Just a <laughs> one final look. You know, Paul, there's, there's been times where we've overlooked some big stuff. Um, for some reason, they, they like to make news during our podcast. I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know we're on the air. They want us to be the bring the breaking news. Yes, yes. Very good. Well, nothing is immediately popping up. So we'll take a chance. It'll be good. So for Paul, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out Accenture. Have a great day.